Hello, friends. Welcome to Originality Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Dalton. And joining me today, as always, is our show's awesome producer, Amanda Foster. What's up? Today, we'll be talking about Enneagram Type 7s, The Enthusiast. We are making these type episodes as concise and to the point as we can so you can figure out your type and learn how to grow without having to read a whole book first or listening to an hour-long podcast. As always in our part two episodes, we talk about five ways that the type can grow and then we have a time of prayer over the type at the end, but you can stick around no matter what your type is. We believe we can all learn from all of the types and the Lord wants to speak something to you today. So without further ado, five ways sevens can grow. One, embrace both the positives and negatives in life. Pop the balloon of optimism that holds you captive to the lie that you can outrun pain and avoid boring and mundane tasks. That doesn't mean that you need to be a pessimist or be super cynical or in facing, you know, the, the boring and mundane and routine and the, the negative things that life then is just miserable, which I think sevens tend to have an all or nothing mentality. Either I am all in optimistic or it is the end of the world. Neither one is honest. It's not truth. It's not reality. It's not the word of God. Life does have suffering, but Jesus did come and fulfill every need that we have on the cross. He, he took it upon himself. He took everything that we deserved, pain and suffering and death, and he took it on himself and he gave us everything that he had, life, power, love. He's given it to us. So we don't have to be afraid of the pain of life. No, very few emotions are pure emotions. Like you, you're rarely feeling only joy. Like emotions tend to be mixed, intermingled. When we really become aware of our emotions and and grow in emotional awareness, usually when you're feeling sadness, there's also a touch of oh, but like I also see goodness in this, and I also like it's it's not um, it's it isn't that all or nothing mentality that sevens tend to have. So um, learning to embrace positives and negatives in life, you make room to feel deeper joy in embracing your pain and processing your grief. Um, you, you can have space to um, live a fuller life and to have a wider range of emotions. The second way that sevens can grow is by reckoning with your responsibilities and the long-term limitations of avoiding them. So that can look like cleaning your house (laughs) or I'm laughing (laughs) because this is my life. Um, (laughs) Budgeting your checkbook or whatever, like managing your finances or um, just, you know, taking responsibility for whatever the thing is that's boring or mundane or routine that you're just super resistant to, like there's long-term limitation to not managing your responsibilities well and not following through. So reckoning with what you're responsible for and taking action and moving forward and getting things done, even if you can't make it more fun, even if you can't find a way to get pleasure out of it, just accepting those those things in life, taking responsibility. So the third way sevens can grow is by beginning to process your pain. Sevens tend to avoid or ignore their pain, their grief, 
And it can be years and years and years of pain and grief and fear that they haven't faced. So I don't recommend doing it by yourself. I highly recommend meeting with a counselor or a therapist. Um, they're the same thing. Just meet with one. It's it's just super important, especially if you really haven't processed it with the Lord before. Meeting with a Christian counselor or therapist who can help you face, navigate the storm. You won't get trapped in your pain. You won't get lost in it, but it's really important that you have someone there to help kind of point you in the right direction, navigate you through it. The fourth way that sevens can grow is by scheduling some time to sit in silence. That may sound like, like to a five, they're like, are you kidding me? One of the ways (laughs) I had to grow was like sharing my vulnerable emotions with people. A seven has to sit in silence. That's easy. But for a seven, that's like their worst nightmare. Yeah. It's actually scary. Yeah. It's because there's, um, they're, they're afraid of what emotions might come up or what anxieties might come up. I remember years ago I was meeting with a counselor and she told me to go home and to just sit in silence for a while. And so I laid down on the couch after I I woke up from my nap. (laughs) I, I, I just, I sat in silence for a while and took in the peace and, and prayed a little bit. And like my, my husband got home and he was uh, getting ready to go somewhere else and he was moving so fast. And I was like, slow down. Everything's good. Life is good. Like I was in like such a better place because I had taken time to just sit still, be in silence, be comfortable with myself, not be so afraid of my own fears, my own anxiety, my own pain that I, I wasn't afraid to be able to just sit still and be in silence. So I think it's super powerful tool for sevens. It helps so much with spiritual warfare and empathy and being able to listen and really hear where other people are coming from. And it's something I continue to want to grow in. Uh, but it's it's huge for sevens and actually super hard for sevens to do. So the fifth way that sevens can grow is by letting the Lord and others comfort you. Um, As sevens, it can be really easy to just take care of yourself, just be independent, get it done, and stay busy, and not admit that you really want to be taken care of. And, And some sevens can maybe admit it more readily than others, but there's typically a deep desire to want to be cared for. And part of that is in being honest with your emotions and grieving and facing your pain and your fears, letting the Holy Spirit comfort you. It deepens your relationship with God and it creates intimacy with the Lord and in marriages and relationships with your family when you can let people uh, that you genuinely trust be there for you and not just spend everything as positive and minimize your pain or your needs, but really invite people in and and let them be there for you. It can be really transformational. So we'll move on to a time of prayer for type seven. So wherever you are, no matter what your personality type is, God wants to speak to you today. We can all learn from all the personality types. So take a moment and pause, close your eyes, unless you're in your car. And Holy Spirit, we invite your presence to meet here with us. Lord, we just ask that you would be heard uh, louder than any other voice. Lord God, I just pray that for every type seven, you would uh, bring peace 
to their minds, that they would be able to rest in you, that they would feel your comfort and care for them, your protection, your um, abundance of love for them, that they would be satisfied by your love for them, that they would not need to fill a void, but God, by your love, they would feel so fulfilled that they would receive their identity as sons and daughters of God, that they would be able to, um, God, I just ask that you would connect them with um, counselors or mentors or um, pastors that could help them process their pain, to live a full life, to embrace the beauty of emotions that are multifaceted. Lord God, that you would empower them by your spirit to overcome any uh, lie that they are limited by their struggle with focus or discipline, but Lord, that you would give them clarity as to what you've called them to and that you would direct them step by step, Lord. Lord God, I just ask that, that you would ruin the scheme of the enemy to cause them to live in unreality, that uh, they would be able to see truth, that you would give them discernment to take in both positive and negative data that they could make fuller decisions and be stronger people and leaders. Lord God, I just ask that you would bless sevens to walk in the fullness of their calling as carriers of joy. And God, I just ask that it would be a full joy, that they would be fully satisfied and fulfilled in your presence. And I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, well, that's it for today. Tune in next week for our Enneagram Type 8 Part 1 episode. I'm so grateful for those of you who have been listening and sharing. It really means the world to me. I can't even express what it means. If you love this episode, if you learned something today, please leave a review on iTunes. It really is a big deal. Helps us a lot for people to be able to find the podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Originality Podcast and at my personal Instagram at Jess Loves Personality. And make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I would like to close out our time together with a quote from C.S. Lewis. No man who bothers about originality will ever be original, whereas if you simply try to tell the truth, you will become original without ever having noticed it. Until next time.